This is Breaking Free from the Grind. I'm your host, certified life coach, Columbia MBA, and former Fortune 500 strategy consultant and Wall Street investment banker, Amelia Noel. After spending over a decade caught in the grind of finance and consulting, I'm here to help you break free from the mental grind of your career and develop the mindset you need to feel better at work and figure out what you want so you can create a life you fucking love. You ready? Let's go. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Breaking Free from the Grind. Today, we're gonna be talking about a topic that has been coming up a lot for my one-on-one clients in my Breaking Free from the Grind program this week, and that is how to avoid the trap of becoming a yes man or a yes woman at work. It's always fascinating to me how so often the exact same topic or challenge will come up in different sessions with different clients of mine who are working in finance or consulting. And this week, it just so happened that I was coaching a lot of them on this idea of how to avoid the trap of becoming a yes man or a yes woman at work, and therefore continuing to take on more and more and more work and having a difficult time setting boundaries and saying no to the clients or the teams that you're working with. First of all, I want to say that this is not an uncommon struggle, especially if you're working in finance or consulting or really any other type of client service industry. I know I was a total yes woman for most of my 10 plus year career in consulting and banking. I was the person who would be the first to respond back to a note from the MD with a will do. I was the person who would not push back when the clients were asking for more because I didn't want them to be unhappy with me. I was the person who would volunteer to take on one-off random requests that came through from the team or agree to new staffing requests even when I was feeling completely overloaded with my own to-do list and I didn't have the bandwidth or the capacity for the extra work. And I was the person who would also sacrifice weekend trips or getaways or weeknight dinners if something hot and unexpected came up that I felt I had to be available to help with and I didn't want to let my team down. And I know that this sounds familiar to so many of you. I've been there. I hear it from my clients all the time. But the good news is, and what we're going to be talking about today is avoiding the trap of becoming a yes man or a yes woman in your role in finance or consulting actually is really simple and easy once you understand what's going on in your brain, meaning in your thinking that's driving you to keep saying yes to tasks and to more work, even when you know you don't have the capacity to actually take on the extra work. So today I'm going to talk about three things. First of all, we're going to talk about what you are thinking when you're saying yes and when you're failing to set any sort of boundary or push back in any way to these one-off requests. Second, we're going to talk about why this is a problem and what will happen if nothing changes. And then third, we're going to talk about what you can do to avoid staying trapped in this role of the yes man or the yes woman on your team. So first, let's talk about what's going on and what you're actually thinking, what's happening in your brain when you're saying yes to everyone and failing to set any sort of boundary or push back in any way. The number one thought, and this is usually an unconscious thought that my clients have and that I had myself when I was trapped in this mindset of being a yes person in consulting and in finance was this, I have to be a team player or I want to be a team player. 
And I hear this idea or this thought of wanting to be a team player in a lot of different ways from various clients. Notice if these sound like you. You think that you can't say no and still be a team player. You don't want to seem abrasive or defensive or aggressive by standing up for yourself. And you don't want to seem difficult or unwilling to help when you're actually pushing back and protecting your time. I want you to take a second and listen to what I'm about to say. Imagine that this is you that I'm talking about and this is you that I'm saying this about, okay? Imagine if I said to you or about you, she's not a team player. He's not a team player. They're not a team player. Notice how you feel when you hear me say that. Notice how it physically feels in your body. So for me, even just imagining hearing those words said about me, she's not a team player, feels like a dagger to my stomach. And it feels extremely hot in my face. And the emotion that I feel when I hear the words or when I imagine hearing the words said about me, she is not a team player. It's like this all-consuming shame and guilt. It's like I feel as though I've committed the ultimate career and professional transgression. There's so much shame. There's so much guilt. There's so much fear created within me. Even just imagining hearing those words said about me from a client or from a teammate or from an MD or from a partner because my brain is interpreting those words as I'm not a team player and it's believing them to be true. And underneath this thought of I'm not a team player are all these other unconscious thoughts that my brain has about that phrase such as I'm selfish I'm going to get a bad performance review. And in the most extreme and dramatic case, because our brains love being dramatic, it's this thought, I'm going to lose my job. When you're feeling shame or guilt or fear that's created from just the thought of thinking, I'm not a team player, or even the thought, I want to be a team player, I have to be a team player, that shame and that guilt and that fear that's caused by thinking I want to be a team player is what's driving us to say yes. To say yes to the staffing that we don't have the capacity for, to say yes to the extra client requests and not push back on scope creep, to respond to all the one-offs from our partner or MD with an immediate will do. And so the result of having this thought I want to be a team player and operating from that mindset creates the result that we become a yes man or a yes woman. And look, it totally makes sense that we have this preconditioned desire if we're working in finance or consulting to be perceived by others as a team player, especially when we're in the first 10, 15 years or so of our career and we haven't yet achieved partner or MD status because we do want to do well in our performance reviews and we want to get the top bucket bonus or the top band bonus. And these are industries where we're compared against our peers and against our classes and our teammates. We're hired in as analysts and associate classes. We work on deals and projects in teams. So that's what's going on. That's why we're continuing to say yes to things 
And that's why we're choosing to be a pushover at work, even when we don't have the time or the energy or the bandwidth. It's because we're having the thought, I want to be a team player or I have to be a team player. And that mindset creates feelings of shame and guilt and fear. When you're in a state of shame and guilt and fear, it's impossible to set any sort of boundaries because you're afraid, you're ashamed, you're fearful. And so let's talk about the second thing that I wanna cover on this episode today, which is why this is a problem, why it's a problem if we continue to operate from this mindset of I wanna be a team player. Obviously, if you're continuing to have this thought, I want to be a team player, and it's making you feel guilty and ashamed and afraid, and so therefore it's driving you to keep saying yes, the result is that you trap yourself in this role of being the yes man or the yes woman. And once you trap yourself in that role, here's what's so fascinating, and you actually start to see yourself in that way, you start to see yourself and believe that you are the yes man or you are the yes woman or you are the pushover on your team, others start to see you that way too. Clients start to see you as the person they know they can squeeze more out of without any pushback. Your partner or your MD starts seeing you as, quote unquote, their person, right? The one that they can just throw all the extra one-off requests to and you'll just take care of it. And so when everyone you work with start seeing and believing that you are that yes person on the team, the person that always says yes, doesn't push back, doesn't set any boundaries, you keep actively giving away your time and giving away your life and running yourself into the ground and burning yourself out and simply perpetually living in this fear state where you become so worried about starting to say no because that's not the role you've played up until this point in your career. That's not how you're seeing yourself and that's not how your clients and your partners and your MD and your team are seeing you. And when you've been rewarded by compliments from the client, when you've been rewarded by good performance reviews to date as you've been living and operating from this mindset of your being the yes man or the yes woman, it can feel incredibly scary when you start to try to think of yourself differently and you start to try to do things differently, such as set boundaries or push back on requests or flat out say no to things that are coming in from those around you. There's no trust built in yourself that you can actually say no and still be liked by your team or that you can actually start setting boundaries and still be viewed as a team player or an, and still get a great performance review. One of the best insights I've ever received in my career when it came to people pleasing and being this yes person at work is this idea that you train people how to treat you. And how you see yourself is how others around you will start to see you as well. If you believe you're the yes person, if you're believing this thought, and if you're playing the role of the yes person, you are training your clients and your team to pile more and more work on you. And when you think about this in terms of deals in finance or projects in consulting, there is a shit ton of work that has to be divided somehow amongst a team. And so if you're believing that you're the yes person that doesn't set any boundaries, 
And so therefore your clients and your team believe that you're that person too. And you've trained your clients, you've trained your team to view you as the yes person because you never say no. You know exactly where all this work and all the shitty and annoying one-off requests are going to go to first. And really what the actual issue here is that your brain is thinking only in terms of either or. It's thinking in extremes as our human brains are programmed to do. Your brain is having this thought, whether it's conscious or not, and likely it is not conscious, that you can't stand up for yourself and set some boundaries and still be a team player. You're believing this thought error that either you're standing up for yourself and you're pushing back and you're setting boundaries and therefore you're being aggressive and defensive or difficult and not a team player, or you're being the yes woman or the yes man and taking on everything without any pushback or any boundaries and actually being helpful, being the good team player. Notice the extreme in that either and or scenario. Notice the extreme way our brains think about this. Because here's the real gold. This is the thing to know that will change your entire career And the thing that the most successful people in finance and consulting and really in life understand and realize and my most successful clients realize through coaching together is that the sweet spot lies in the middle. It lies in embracing the concept of and. My most successful clients recognize that they've been believing this thought error that I can't be a team player and say no or on the opposite side, I have to say yes because I want to be a team player. And they shift their mindset into this new belief, this belief that lives in the and, that I can stand up for myself, I can say no, I can set boundaries, I can push back, and still be an amazing team player, and still be loved and respected and admired by my clients and my teams. When I coach clients on what they can do to break themselves free from the trap of being a yes man or a yes woman at work, I start by asking them this question. What would it look like for you in your job today if you believed that you could set boundaries and say no and be an amazing team player? How would you show up at work differently? How would you act differently? How would you respond to client asks or one-off requests from your team differently? Think about that for yourself. Every time a request comes through and you think about saying no and you therefore start to feel that twinge of guilt or shame or fear because your brain is thinking, I have to be a team player, ask yourself, how can I say no or set a boundary here and still be an amazing team player? Standing up for yourself Saying no, setting a boundary while still being an amazing team player could look like accepting a request while offering an alternative time frame in which you can deliver the request. It could look like accepting an urgent request and asking your team then, if you take this on right now, what else you can deprioritize. It could also look like quickly letting a teammate or your staffer know that you can't help with something You can't take on another staffing, 
but you could provide them with an alternative solution or a resource who could help. The other big question to ask yourself to help break yourself out of the trap of being stuck in the mindset of a yes man or a yes woman at work is, think about how saying no or how saying no plus offering an alternative solution is actually helpful and more helpful than saying yes. Think about how is saying no more helpful to the other person and think about how is saying no more helpful to you. Look, a quick no to someone gives them vital information. That is helpful information that empowers them to do their job better. If you're saying no and then offering an alternative solution like directing them to someone else or giving a new time frame in which you can address a request or adjusting the request and letting them know what you're able to do and what you're not able to do in the time frame they requested is really fucking helpful. Think about all the ways that doing that's helpful to them and helpful to you because you want to unwind and reveal all the negative connotations your brain is used to believing about the word no and start exploring and retraining and reprogramming your brain to start believing that no is actually more helpful. And as soon as you can start believing that saying no is more helpful to your team and actually makes you an amazing teammate, the more comfortable you will be to say it. And when you're feeling comfort instead of shame or guilt or fear, that's when you start setting boundaries. The more comfortable you feel, the more you will push back. The more you will stand up for yourself. The more you will break yourself free from this trap and from this role of being the yes person at work and of people pleasing, all while still being an amazing and helpful team player. Okay, so two questions to ruminate on this week. First and foremost, what would it look like for you in your job today if you believe that you could set boundaries, say no, and be an amazing team player? And then what are all the ways that saying no or saying no and offering an alternative solution is more helpful than saying yes? How is it more helpful to the other person who's making the request? And how is it more helpful to you? All right, that is this week's episode. If you are feeling like you struggle with setting boundaries and you feel guilty saying no to your team and you worry what other people will think if you say no, let's talk. I'll include a link in the show notes where you can book time for a one-on-one consult with me to talk about coaching and my one-on-one breaking free from the grind coaching program. This is exactly the type of work I do every week with my one-on-one clients who are in the program. This is exactly the type of work you need to be doing every week to start thinking differently on the job and retraining your brain at work so that you develop the mindset you need to be able to set boundaries and say no in your career with confidence and ease that will lead to your ability to change your entire career and to lead you to feel so much better at work. I watch my clients in finance and consulting completely transform their careers, how they feel in their careers, and what they're able to accomplish in their careers when they learn these skills in my one-on-one Breaking Free from the Grind program. And this program is specifically developed for those working in finance and consulting. I am an expert in coaching clients who come from these backgrounds. I have the experience working in these industries plus the experience as a mindset coach. 
And all of the tools and the strategies and the skills I teach have helped dozens of other clients in finance and consulting break free from the grind of their careers and avoid the trap of falling into becoming the yes man or the yes woman on their teams. It is easy to do. It is simple to do. It is fun to do. It is totally possible to break free from this mindset in a very short amount of time with weekly coaching. And my Breaking Free from the Grind one-on-one program is guaranteed to teach you exactly how to do this. So go to the show notes, book a one-on-one consult, and let's talk so you can start shifting out of the yes woman or yes man mindset today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, go to the show notes, book a consult to talk about how to enroll in my Breaking Free from the Grind coaching program, and I cannot wait to come back and catch you guys next week.